Kayla, what you eating? Doritos. Oh. I mean some ruffles. Okay. Chip game. Okay. <laughs> you can't make this up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode 297. Fellas, it's three weeks out. We got to start playing 300. Man, <laughs> I hit up five different spots, bro. All five of them, they not fucking with us, man. I got, I got. What I'm saying? I got some. Did I say something that offends somebody? Right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I sent uh two places was giving us a little traction, but I don't think they they're just not fucking with us, man. So I don't know. I don't know how much it or if y'all trying to come out of pocket, but these spots River are, Skate. These spots was for the free free. So. <laughs> Always for the free free. All right. We'll figure out some. How was the week, fellas? Man, uh, shoot. I had a real good week. Real good week. Um, one of my best friends, he was in town. His son had a baseball tournament. So we linked up with him and his wife. We went to check out the Downtown Rollins show at Wiley's on Friday night. Then, uh, <laughs> as much as I was hating on Dizzle for the link to the fight, we end up having to use that link to watch mm-hmm. the fight. I already yeah, know. So, the crazy shit. We at uh, his son's baseball game on Saturday. It's like around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I call B-Dubs. They say, yes, we're getting the fight. I don't believe them. So, I was nudged the wife like, you call because that'd be two different people calling asking about the fight. Mm-hmm. She called, she asked to speak to a manager. They tell her, yeah, we getting a fight. So we like, boom, there it is. We're going to go to B-dubs, get some wings, get some brews, watch the fight, yada, 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 yada. Time comes to go to B-dubs, get up there about 1030. It's crickets up there. Crickets. I'm talking probably like three cars in a parking lot. We walk right in. It's like one dude at the bar, one bartender. <laughs> Wifey like, uh, I don't think they're showing a fight. I was like, yeah, they're not showing a fight. So we talked to the bartender like, yo, thought y'all was showing the fight. She's like, nah, 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 we don't show boxing. We only show UFC. And that's all I was about to say. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, but like I called. Is like, who'd you talk to? I was like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, next time you call and have a question about a fight or a UFC match, tell them to transfer you to the bar. People up at front. They only know chicken wings. Mm. <laughs> so did y'all stay? Hell no. We linked up with my uh my boy and his wife and we went over to that taco spot at the green and uh rigged our phones up and watched the fight. <laughs> y'all streamed it on the TV? Mm Cause you know that's how you really do it. You get the phone popping but then stream it from the phone to the TV. Facts. And, like, and Facts. you can't even, can't even tell the difference. That's what we should have did. I think that's what I'm going to be doing going forward. So let me, <laughs> let me extend a full apology to Young Dizzle. And even if the fans are watching, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> and uh, it was crystal clear, too. And it gave you multiple options. If one starts fucking up, you got about four other links. No buffering. No buffering, no buffering. on this side. It was all love. It was all love. And speaking of the fight, Javante knocked that nigga the fuck out. Yeah. Yes, he did. 
Well, shit, man, it's been active for me, man. Well, I'll ask y'all this. What is, what would y'all say is the worst favor or the most dreadful favor a friend can ask y'all? Is it Help like, them to move. Facts. Help them to move. That was a quick, that was quick. So yeah, I, I helped. So first off, <laughs> I, I was hooping again. Uh, what was it? Sunday morning. It's, bro, they be at the gym at like six in the morning, bro. We got there at six forty-five, and it was already running games. So Damn. we ran about five or six games, and it was deep too, where we had two courts going. So we had like a consolation court, and if you went over there, then you come over to the winners' court. So even if you lost, you pretty much still playing because you you on the other side now. Nice. So we played about six games, and then immediately from the gym to helping one of the homies move. So I'm dead tired. Um, Had to load up his joint and Dayton, drive to Columbus, unload, and then... Oh, that's not a local move. That's a different city move. Different city move. So after we fit, we had to rush because I had to work at 3. So from hooping early 6 in the morning... To helping this nigga move and immediately from moving to having to sit this home cubicle and work three to midnight, I was dead tired, man. Damn, you want that little brain, yeah. Yeah, and then um, we trying to get the pool. What's up? I'm about to say, you're going to be in the window all evening, looking out the window like, damn, (laughs) all that fun out there. Right. And then, so we trying to get the pool ready because we knew the uh, weather was going to be nice. We pulled the cover off that bitch green, but that pool was lime green. So we, Algae? yeah, so we was gone, uh, for a few days and it was raining, you know, as you know, it was raining pretty much over the, uh, last weekend. Um, so when we got back, we didn't really treat the pool how we were supposed to with the chemicals. So when we unveiled it yesterday, that bitch was neon, boy. <laughs> Damn. So, so we got the right stuff, though. We 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 cleaned it up, um, got the right chemicals in there, and shit broke it down real quick. That shit clean as fuck right now. Um, but now we know, cause I was like, yo, are we gonna have to drain this whole pool and refill it? Cause this shit was looking Ooh. crazy, it was like swamp water. <laughs> that discovery or uh, that like late night home and. Home and Garden Channel, they done show some pretty messed up pools, and them chemicals get them right quick. Nah, get them quick. And I'm salty. Last thing, I missed the game last night. Got too drunk Mm. and was on my ass. Had Mm. it playing, but I was knocked out, man. I I tried to watch it, but I was throwed. (laughs) (laughs) Saying it so. Yeah. Well, as as for my week. Before I start my week, first thing I want to say is, you Wright State Raiders ain't shit. (laughs) Y'all not shit. What? I I turned my TV on the other day, and the first thing that popped on my TV is the Wright State baseball team beat Oakland in the Horizon Championship. This is the championship. Yep. Beat them 24 to nothing in seven innings. That was disrespectful. Y'all disrespectful. Y'all ready to baseball team in the state. I that see. Is, that includes UD. That includes Ohio State. 
that includes the Reds, that includes the Guardians. Right State got the best baseball team in the state. Ain't even no question. Right State, they had a real good baseball program for like the last 15 years. They've mm. been balling. And uh, I forget where they're going in uh, the regional, but I think they're playing Virginia Tech. I want to say on Friday or something like that. They got a real good chance to win because they got like about three or four dudes that's going to be playing in the pros. Like they legit. Nice. They are yeah, legit. One day I was turning past baseball and it was like some pitcher and it had his college, right? State. I'm like, yeah, they, I knew they'd been solid for a minute. So I just, y'all disrespectful, but yeah, I um, love it. I love it. <laughs> as for my week, I had a pretty solid week. Um, golf league Wednesday got rained on midway through. I only got like six, seven holes in. So it started when I say pouring, it was like a mini. Concern of like, is this going to be the bad weather? Cause you know, this is around the time of the mm. Memorial Day tornadoes from three right. years ago. You know, it's 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But, uh, uh, that got, that happened. So golf league got rained out. Um, ended up having a pretty decent weekend edible, nothing too stressful. Um, went and played golf this morning with my good brother, uh, Darren. It's my uh, actually my childhood OG. He was probably 11, 12 years older than me. He has a son that's about nine, ten years younger than me. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, I went out and played golf with him this morning out in Beaver Creek. We uh, had a nice round of golf, beat the crowd. We got out there early, seven thirty-two time. So, we was one of the first groups out. So a slow group let us pass, and we were smooth selling from there. So, got done with golf super early. And uh other than that, it's about to get busy for you, boy. I got a couple weddings coming up, so I'm enjoying the rest of this Memorial Day. Shout out to all the veterans that served. Appreciate y'all. And uh yeah, that was my week. So what we got on topic this week, fellas? Man, uh sidebar, if I'm looking at my phone a little bit more than usual, uh Today is Nike's 50th anniversary, so there's a lot of rumors about some potential sneakers dropping. So I got to stay on full alert. So, <laughs> so what type of what type of notifications you got set up? Because I, be, I got them all on my nigga. I be well, missing the drops. The main one I got on is I follow J23 app on Twitter, so I got all of them alerts turned on. So whenever something drop, they let us know. J23. Yep. That's the main one. And I got sometimes sneakers notify me, sometimes they don't when they got drops. It's real sporadic, but And you got yeah. the prime shoe size too, because you can get the women's shoes just big, can't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I wear a women's size twelve. Uh I got a couple of them right here. These are women's exclusive. The uh the ones, uh what are these called? What the hell are these called? Tie-dye ones. Those are a women's shoe. But they my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these uh satin ones. Women's shoe. See, you would but, never even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hood. We hood out here, cuz. I think that's <laughs> it. I think that's it. But, uh, yeah, I'm out here. I'm out here. This, Hopefully. This is a, what's your shoe game like? This a, we see Kev's shoe game every week in the background. <laughs> but but it, it looks like you over there plotting on, like, you you want to send Kev that got him when Kev didn't get him. That's, not, that's what it looks like you over there doing. My, see, I, I fuck with shoes, but I'm not about to be 
spinning a bag on some kicks, man. Especially yeah. I work from home. I don't really be going nowhere. So I got I got Jordans that I got from uh winning a raffle or whatever, hitting on the at, but I ain't, ain't even worn them yet. Mm-hmm. And I've had them for a, at least a year now. And what I you got? What to, you got? What you got? Shit, it's gonna take uh, a second for me to run up there and grab them. And I, <laughs> and I don't know the name of them oh, off the top, this, so. This, this, <laughs> gotta be dedicated to this. Gotta be dedicated to this, Dizzle. I was a sneakerhead for two months, and I was. <laughs> Well, shit, there's no easy way to transition to, you know, how good our weeks were on a personal level than to talk about yet another mass shooting in our country down there in Uvalde, Texas, at Robb Elementary School. Nineteen children murdered, two teachers. That comes on the heels of the Tops supermarket shooting in Buffalo and then a church out there in L.A. a couple days after that. I know for us on a pod for a minute man it seemed like we was talking about one every week and i can only speak for myself but it kind of got to the point where for me i was just feeling like oh here's another one prayers up here's another one prayers up and it just became kind of like desensitized to it and but this is got the juices flowing again so to speak about talking about so many children and it being a school shooting and everything like that man uh I got asked a cliche question. Where were you guys at? What happened? How are you feeling about it? However y'all want to take it, man. The floor is yours. Um, something that I saw with this one that um, I've never read before in any other previous mass shootings was like they did a, a synopsis, like a timestamp of how everything went down. And they said this shit lasted about 50 minutes. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, man, you talking about you know, you be in a fist fight for two minutes and that should be long. Think about uh, a heavily armed, heavily ammo, like sitting for 50 minutes from the first shot to, you know, when they took him down. That's a that's hell, man. That's horrific. I couldn't even imagine. Um Shit, man. I, I don't even know. Just just reading it, you know, reading the, okay, at this time, the dude pulls up to the school, and then 10 minutes later, you hear the first round of shots going off, and then you you got, you got the 911 call, and then 10 minutes later, he's busting down a door, and 15 minutes after that, you hear another 911 call, and just, you know, reading the play-by-play like that, it was just, it gives a different, you know, visual. And it's just horrific. I can't imagine. I can't even imagine anything is going to come from this because we've been here before. Right. Listening to some of the politicians. What's his name? Abbott. Greg Abbott out in Texas and uh, Ted Cruz, I believe. Yeah. Just listening to some of their reactions doesn't sound like they're going to do anything uh, about it. So I don't know, man. And I think there was just another shooting. Um, yeah, na- Nashville. Yep, downtown Nashville. For real? Six people, six people got shot over the over yep. the Friday night, Saturday night. Damn. Yeah, man. yeah, it's getting crazy, man. It's it's really this one. This one, like I said, unfortunately, got the juices flowing again just because of you hear this timeline, you think about all these. Um, 
kids that have nothing but experience, active shooter training, this, that, and the third. They have all these protocols. And it, it, this one really brings up a lot of questions on how this one was handled. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, it, it sounds like, it sounds like the small town wasn't ready for the arrival of a AR-15 in a school. And it sounds like decisions was made about self, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not going in there with these seven shots. He got 300, you know, like, so unfortunately, man, that, that's, that's, that's the, that's the, the harsh truth, guts and grits of it all. It just sounds like, for what it sounds like, these kids was in a classroom. Now, my question is, was they barricaded, like, with the safety measures used to keep gunmen's out, and was it an issue getting in there? Or I've also heard that it was literally a situation of the principal going to get a key. They thought they had time to go get a key, and you know, it's just it's just uh, it's all these stories, all these questions. But ultimately, nine and ten year olds that were earlier that day celebrating, moving on to the next grade, honor rolls, being good students, having you know. I, I saw some videos, man. I couldn't imagine, you know, this mom, just the grief she's dealing with, with just saying, she literally was saying, I messed up. Like, she was there an hour and a half ago at the, at the honor roll celebration, and she left her there. Mm. And she got this got this grief of, like, I shouldn't have left her there, you know. So having kids, man, it really, you know, you, you're always concerned about those things, and you shouldn't be in a place of school, you know, these – this government is more concerned with telling you when, 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 and where and how you can have a child, but they're not keeping them safe or getting them to preschool. You know, they're not keeping them safe. You know, from these mass shootings that only happen in the United States. There's hundreds and hundreds. There's more mass shootings in 2022 than there has been calendar days in 2022. You know, those those type of things should not happen here. Um, We've let the NRA be powerful enough for long enough. You know, things need to change if we're going to ever get over seeing our children suffer like this. You know, it's it's sad. Big sad, man. I got a very unpopular opinion, man. I personally don't think that we, and I say we, I talk about the royal we, the United States of Americans, our citizens, I don't think we're responsible enough to have guns. Just because, let's say, Dizzle and his family are responsible with their weapons. Killer, you responsible with your weapons and everything like that. I may not be. So I ruin it for everybody. Everybody on here has played sports and everything like that. You running wind sprints and you dead last. What does coach make y'all do because of one individual? Make you run them again. What -hmm. happens like, all right, you graduate from eighth grade and you go into the ninth grade and everything like that mom sits you down like all right you go into high school next year we're going to extend your curfew so now you're going to got to be in the house at 10 o'clock all right cool you break that curfew you coming in at 10 30 10 30 10 30 what does mom do back to nine o'clock because you've shown the inability to handle this responsibility we don't handle this well at all at all so I think everybody needs to get punished because of the few psychopaths out here that just got to have these AR-15s, that just got to go to schools and shoot them up and everything like that. I used to be a person that believed, like, all right, man, should we have to have a gun for 
uh obviously protecting your home and everything like that and you know all right man yeah a shotgun for 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 hunting deer you know it's a sport whatever whatever nah man fuck all that shit man we ain't responsible man we as a royal people we are not responsible enough man this type of shit has to stop and Mm -hmm. them talking about like oh man the way to stop a bad guy with a gun is to get good guys with guns like Y'all just just love these motherfucking guns, man. Y'all just love them. And you know why they love them? Because these politicians is getting that money in the bank. They getting they they pockets laced so they can mm-hmm. vote a certain way. Because it's not affecting their kids that's at these fancy private schools that got security gates and everything like that. It's happening at public schools. It's happening mm-hmm. at tops. It's happening at churches that they don't go to. They can talk all this shit because they got security with them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, when people approach, you know, Ted Cruz or whatever at, at restaurants and everything like that, his security right there. You know, me, you, him, her, them down the street, they ain't got security with them every single day or at all. So, you know, like these politicians, man, we as a people, man, we're not holding them accountable enough. And this is the type of stuff that turns people off from voting. This is the type of stuff because you can't tell me like, oh, it's supposed to, this, this is simply a nonpartisan issue, but it always turns in, into being some type of po- political stance and everything like that. This ain't got nothing to do with politics. This got everything to do with people being murdered by crazy folk. And if we can't try to put in more parameters that stop people from getting high power rifles, then we just a lost cause. And I saw I saw Paulo on Facebook had a post up. Shout to Paulo, one of our listeners and mm-hmm. guests on the pod. We had a post up. I didn't know this. I'm not. Uh, I try to remove myself from some of those emotions sometimes with having ownership of a gun, always carrying one. But I didn't know it's harder to get clearance for a long gun. I mean, uh, for a pistol, mm-hmm. it is for like an AR-15 or a shotgun. Like you can mm-hmm. go in, do got two of them in a week. Like you shouldn't be allowed to be 18 years old and go get two AR-15s in one week. Like for what do you need two AR-15s for? Where do you get this money to buy two AR-15s? I can't go buy two AR-15s right now. Like I just don't. I don't understand how how it's just that lax. Like it's just that easy with with the weapon that's being used, the weapon of choice. And all these shootings. That's crazy. It's the go-to weapon. Of it. It's the go-to weapon of choice, and it's the easiest to get. Like, what? It's, it's insane, crazy. man. It is insane, man. I just don't know, man. I don't know what we can do or what they're going to try to do. Because, I mean, you know, I watched the news this morning. And they're talking about, like, all right, we're going to come together this time. Like, this time, Sandy Hook was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Virginia Tech was like 15 years ago. Like, how many more of these got to happen at so this think level about that, for though. him to do anything? Think about that. Sandy Hook was 10 years ago. So anybody at that, you know, those was children too, right? Young children. Yeah, yeah another elementary, yeah. Like, they getting ready to be voting ages here soon, if not right. already. Right. So the the I think the change is going to come in the next couple years because the people that are living this and having to have this anxiety on them you can't you can't tell them you go to a school shoot it don't affect you for life right. around fireworks around you know things that bother me it PTSD you know what I'm saying just so it's it, the change I think has to 
if, if not now, when? You know, it's one of those things. If not, if not now, if we're not going to get this thing going now, we're not going to. And last thing I just want to say about it is, uh, I think I said it last week, but like these kids, man, like the senior class of 2022 only had one regular year of school. The rest of it was COVID things. Mm. So, so freshman year was normal. Sophomore, junior, senior was 20, 21, 22. We all know what that was. Yeah. So for, for that to be their experience. And on top of that, you know, all these different school shootings throughout their entire time of being in school. Like they've had to hear about a hundred school shootings from the time they was kindergarten to senior year. Like that generation really has to be the one to, I think, take this change to the next level. So. Man, I hope, I truly hope sooner rather than later, but yeah, like, like we just said, another school shooting, well, not a school shooting, but another, um, what are they calling them? Mass shooting. Mass shootings. And I think what's a, what's considered a mass? More than two or something? Three? Okay. Another mass shooting has already happened since then. So. Yeah, I uh, saw they arrested some, like a fifth grader who made threats about doing a mass shooting down there in Florida and everything like that. So, like, you know, like, this, it's just crazy, man. Like, I just don't know. I don't know. And like, Killer, what you said with the youth and the kids, like I'm watching the news and I see them talking to a survivor of the Rob Elementary School shooting and everything like that. And like, she's 10 years old. She sleeps with a teddy bear. And like, damn, like, you know, we, we try to make people grow up way too fast and everything like that. Like her and the rest of her classmates, everybody in that school, not just her and the students, but the teachers, the principals, they're all going to be scarred for life. You know what I'm saying? Like this ain't going nowhere no time soon. This ain't something you can you can sleep off. This ain't an injury like a, a ankle and you put some ice on it, you'd be better in a couple of days. This is something that's gonna scar them mentally forever. You know what I'm saying? And it's just sad. I mean, I saw stuff about some kid put blood of another person on him to pretend like they were dead. Like mm-hmm. man, like come on, man, like. And then on the, on the flip side of that, I heard someone heard someone saying, "If you need help," and she said, "I need help," and the gunman hurt her and killed her. Mm. You know, like like they wasn't in there to provide the help, but hollering, "If you need help," you know, like what? Like it this this one hit different because it sounded like dude had a long time, and they sound like I mean they said a lot of these kids had to get DNA to get. You know, identified like it sounded like it was really bad, really nasty. And then I also read that you know, with this being a small town, like responding officers lost children, but also mm-hmm. res- responding officers I heard went in there and got their kids. Oh like, man, listen. So that, imagine being a responding officer to a mass shoot at your kid's school. You about to go get yours? You know what I'm saying? So. I just, I mean, that this is going to be, this one I think is going to be ugly just with how this one went down. Yeah, a lot of people about to lose their jobs off of this, man. A lot of people about to lose their jobs off of this. Uh, man, like I said, no easy way to transition into it, no easy way to transition out of it, man. But um, we had a game seven last night. The Celtics were able to hang on and beat the Miami Heat in the game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals. I was watching. Dizzle was drunk. Killer, what was you doing? <laughs> 
I was definitely watching because you know I had my DraftKings rolling. <laughs> and I'm salty because I was in the money just barely, so I wasn't going to have a lost night. But somehow, Max Struess lost three points. <laughs> and, and them three points on the replay showed a hill, which I saw hovering over the line, not planted on the line. So how do you review a play and say, we're going to take away three points? Yes, it was like second quarter early in the game, but with how this game unfolded, that one got to hurt. So I'm glad you touched on that. I'm glad you touched on I think that is super trash. I don't think you should be able to go take points off the board. Like, yeah, I just don't think that's fair. Like, either you got the call right or you got the call <laughs> wrong. If you don't so, catch it in the action, I don't think you should be able to do that, man. Even though right. it was room for the. And it wasn't. A, and it wasn't a challenge, was it? it they just no. Went, they just went after like on commercial break. They yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, shoot, it was a multiple possessions. Like niggas going up and down the court, left or right. And like you said, when they went to the timeout, they went there. Oh, let's check. Oh, three points off the board. What? No. Yeah, I hate. I hate that because you only get a six fouls in the NBA, and if you're gonna be selective like that and choose which plays you're gonna do that for, I saw Kyle Lowry grab arms more than six times. People <laughs> coming across the middle. That's what right. he do. You know, yeah. he is a nag, a nagging. You want to smack on the forehead kind of mm. defender, like, like so. If you're gonna like that's very selective and choosing when and how because every play you can watch back and say, Oh nope, that was a foul. We used to put him on the free throw line. Oh nope, that yeah. was a charge. Team up the like that was trash to be game seven. That officiating crew, I think had a terrible game. A lot of calls just went weird, went other ways, went uncalled, just it was ugly. But Boston came through with the win. I was shocked. Mr. Jimmy Buckets been getting buckets all series. He, he brought them back, brought them back, but they ended up losing. I think it was 100 to 96, I think it was. So they ended up losing by four. But uh, Bear tore off his jersey like a button up. That shit was no. <laughs> <laughs> Why Haslam? Is Haslam still – is he going to be playing next year? Because they, they had a video of him, like, walking back to the locker room. Like, this nigga gave it his all. And this nigga ain't, this nigga ain't played in years. <laughs> He, he did give his all. He was in the catch position for all four quarters right there in front of the bench. He was just squatted <laughs> down like, like a coach the yeah. entire game. He a player coach. He a player, yeah, he right. a player coach that still suits up. You know what I'm saying? Get, the, <laughs> he, get that bag, I guess. I don't know. Absolutely. So, Dizzle, what do you remember about last night? Uh, I remember... I had, a big, I had a big glass of wine, and uh, I didn't really get too drunk until we started taking shots, and then I'm chasing the shot with the wine, and I hadn't eaten since breakfast, so that was just a recipe for disaster. I remember turning on the game, uh, and I remember trying to watch it, and I couldn't. At that point, I was leaning you know, when you're drunk and you sit back and you feel like you still reclining. Yeah. Like I laid, I leaned back and I felt like I kept going back. And that's, man, I'll, I usually don't get that drunk maybe once a year. I think the last time I got wasted was last year on my birthday when I drunk the mad dog Woo! And, and got, and got wasted. I so, bet you did. That goes together. <laughs> Those two go together. 
so this has been since then um but this was a, a good night I, i'm just glad i didn't have a hangover in the morning because i had stuff to do yeah, yeah. <laughs> so killer since you did see the game where are you at with jimmy butler's pull up three them down two he gets the rebound he's pushing in transition he's been able to get to the rack for the last two games he's been scoring at will going to the rack or when he's not scoring, he's kicking it out to somebody for three. Where are you at with Jimmy Butler pulling up with that three? Everybody knows he's not a good three-point shooter. He's an adequate three-point shooter, but that's not his game. Where are you at with Jimmy Butler pulling up for that three on that fast break? I love it for the heart. I love it for, like, the heart of, like, game seven, the shot that's going to – that would have put him up one, I think, or yeah, tied it. Yeah, it put him up one. Yeah. So, under 10 seconds, game seven, like, I love the heart. Jimmy Butler is too smart of a basketball player to not be able to give Al Horford a hezzy and get to the rim and either, you know, get tied up or get the AM one. But he he had plenty of time and space. Al Horford was taking three feet stride back steps trying (laughs) to defend him on – Jimmy Butler coming full speed steam ahead. I don't like those shoot it at 23 feet, but you don't release it to you at 20 feet type threes. I don't like those. You, yeah, your feet you, inside the three-point line when you land. Yeah, yeah. I don't, like, you need to shoot that straight up, not that fade away towards the rim shit. Like, I don't like those. So, all in all, bad choice, but I get it because you, Jimmy Butler, you've been having a hell of a series. You probably don't want to play overtime. That was that, that series looked very tiring. You know what I'm saying? That series looked very taxing on individuals that was, you know, going through like two defensive teams that were really, you know, making these games tough. And I just wish he would have went to the hole. And I think Tatum had four or five fouls. Brown had four or five fouls. You had some dogs out there that you could have got in foul trouble real quick in overtime. And, Things could have played out different for him, so not a smart basketball play, but I get it. For me, I see him get the rebound, and I'll be honest, like, this whole series, I'm very torn because I think the Celtics are a better team, but I'm a huge Jimmy Butler fan, and one of the reasons I'm a huge Jimmy Butler fan is because his game is throwback. It is early 2000s where I'm working from the mid-range and I'm going to the rack. Like, the threes, if I'm open, I'll shoot it, but I am going to the rack, and I'm going to get an and one. That is my game. I'm sticking to it. So he only shoots shots he knows he can make. He's a super efficient player. I mean, you go back to game one where he he only took, like, 15 shots and scored, like, 40 points. Like, that's crazy. You go back to uh, game six where he dropped a 47-piece and was hitting threes that game and everything like that. So he was in his bag. So he gets the rebound, and I'm like, well, Celtics, y'all got to build a wall. He's going to the rim, and they fan out to the shooters. And then all you see in front of him is Al Horford. I was like, well, this is an and one. <laughs> this is an and one all day. This is what he does. Mm-hmm. And he pulls up, and I'm like, why would you shoot that? And he missed it. And he missed it. I'm like, So you Dude. didn't like the shot. I didn't like it. I didn't like it because if you go back, they scrambled. Like, yeah. It was and, literally one on one, him and him one and Horford. On one, everybody was like, "Find a shooter, find a shooter." So 
you know, does you know, this build a wall like, all right, we're just gonna collapse in the paint because we know he's coming to the paint. No, nah, they basically let him be one on one. They were basically conceding the layup attempt or whatever. We're gonna stay on the shooter so we don't give up the lead. So they fans the shooters like like you said, Kelly, he's way too smart to know, like, all right, they fanned out. Now I have a clear lane to attack this dude. I'm mm-hmm. can't I can blow past him with a hezzy and, and score, or he's gonna foul me. I'm a great free throw shooter. I'm gonna knock him down, tie ball game. We extend it, but it's also like you said, he played every minute. Played exactly. all forty eight. Bam played forty six minutes. And I was Let's talking think about go ahead, go ahead. I'm about to say, because it just came up on my TV, so shots to the assist from Sports Center. <laughs> Three minutes and 25 seconds left. It was 98 to 85. Mm. That's when they started an 11 0 run. Yep. All to around. Oh, yeah. Lowry hit a jump shot top of the key, and Oladipo hit a three. The rest of the comeback was <laughs> rebounds and putbacks and fast breaks. Of, uh, of the 11-0 run comeback. So a minute and four left is 98-91. I'm, I'm like watching that and I talk about it, so it's great. And then 47 <laughs> seconds left, 98-93, Strews hits the three. So now they down to 30 seconds left, Tatum dribbling, Smart gets the ball, Smart to the rim, misses the layup, Butler up the court, 20 seconds left, Horford is backpedaling and he just, could have blew past him right there and pulls up for the three and loses. So that really, that really getting to see that right right now and talk about it, it was was love. But that really showed that you know the shot he took wasn't his game. He could have blew past him, got even, stopped, hit off the glass, twelve footer, anything Jimmy Butler esque. That wasn't Jimmy Butler esque in that moment. But so he he makes that shit. We talking about oh, yeah, exactly, Butler, exactly. And a South Beach, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So that's like the that's Kevin Durant toe on the line. Like he went for it, things happen, but he, he makes that shit. Jimmy Butler is MVP of uh, the uh, conference finals, and yeah. we talking about how great of a player Jimmy Butler is. So. Yeah. So I missed the only good game of the series because everything else was a, a, a blowout. I don't even think I watched this series that much because game six was good. Game six was good. Um, I caught the last probably like the last eight minutes of it. Like the Heat were up basically the entire game, like by like twelve, and then Boston like had a furious comeback. But then Jimmy hit that he turn around. Jay, oh, okay, I, game six, game six was a yeah, game. that was a good one. But I was talking to my boy Pino. We got a constant thread going on talking about hoops or whatever and what I told him in the first quarter kind of ended up being true I was like look let Jimmy score just don't let nobody else score like if Jimmy scores 50 and nobody else scores 20 the Celtics gonna win but then Bam started to play so we texted back and forth like shit look like Bam said he came to play too it's like he got the second score he got the second dude out there but Bam played like 46 minutes you can't yeah. play that long, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> niggas do have a tank, and sometimes it hit empty. Like, that's why dudes only really be playing, like, 35 minutes. And this is the playoffs. This ain't the regular season. This is yeah. game seven. So they needed more out of Oladipo. They needed something out of Struz. They needed something out of, uh, what is it? Lowry. Uh, Lowry. Oh, flopper. Flopper, flopper. But um, I, I truly believe help. that we – 
we, we live in a time where these people make so much money now. And then game seven, you can't be a Bam, Jim, a Lowry, those type of people and not demand to be on the court. So they demand to put themselves in those scenarios. They gotta, they gotta live with the consequences too, because you know, you know, coach is trying to sub somebody in for you. And he like, I mean, I saw Tatum take a shot in game six where it's like, oh, he might come out for a minute. He went up down the court one time and then told motherfucking, uh, White to get your ass back to your seat. Like, <laughs> like, it's game six, baby. I'm going for it. So, like, that type of shit, like, when it gets to these games, you you should expect your starter to have to play that much. But they said it before the game. This was both these teams' 100th game. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? So, they, they done played 100 of these things this year. I know that. I play golf every Wednesday, and I'm spent. I can't imagine, <laughs> basketball. I can't imagine basketball five, six days a week. Hell no. Flipping to the West Coast, Warriors took care of Luca and the Mavs. Gentlemen, sweep. So yeah. these these, co- these conference finals was ass. I, yeah. Said, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think I watched many of those games either. I watched one of the Warriors Dallas games. I made it to you know first quarter, maybe halftime of some of the games, but, like, I saved that shit for the NBA Finals, man. Unless it's, like, a big-time matchup going on, I don't tune in for those games, and I, it, they be on too late for me. Yeah, I'll be up late for these Finals, but I didn't make it past third quarter in my one Golden State-Dallas <laughs> game, for sure. Man, Luka needs some help, but Luka gotta, he gonna have to get it, get in shape. That nigga can't play no D. They be looking for that nigga on the fucking roll. Yeah, because <laughs> he couldn't check nobody. Um, no. But Golden State looking like, you know, they looking like some beasts, man. Especially when Clay get to hit. Hey, Clay, the close, he the close out killer right now because both game of the games. Six. Yeah, game uh, round one, round two. Clay done showed up when it mattered, so. Good to know for my DraftKings picks when it gets close. <laughs> I'm going heavy clay this round with game game three, game four. But he don't show up all the time, and that's – I mean, well, he don't show up to the clay that we need him to – like the clay that we know him. he can be. Yeah, yeah. So they still winning. They still playing good ball. Jordan Poole about to get paid. Looney about to get paid. So, I mean, now they time to shine. This is what you do it for. I just want to see how they do in this – like, Boston don't have a player that's been to the finals, I don't believe. Nope. No game. And and no game. go to state going for that dynasty chip. Like the one that put them Whew. put them put them in conversations. You know what I'm saying? So this gonna be this gonna be interesting. Before we make our picks, everybody's talking about Luca needs help. Everybody's talking about the Miami Heat are one player away. If you are Zach Levine, who was an unrestricted free agent, you going to Dallas? You going to Miami? Nigga, I'm going to L.A. Go ahead, yes. put on that purple, purple and gold. Yes, nigga. Purple and gold, let's go. Why would you want to play with them? Hey, man. Ain't he, I think he's from L.A. No, he's from Seattle. He went, to, he went to UCLA, though. He went to yeah, UCLA. He's trying to make find it, a connection any way you can. So did Kevin Love. Y'all don't see you calling him to come out there. Nah, we good. <laughs> we good. 
You saw what happened last time they got a nigga that went to UCLA. His name is Russ. I still think they can make it happen, man. He just got to stop shooting them bank shots. Cut the, <laughs> cut the bank shot out of the repertoire. He'd be all right. But I, did y'all see uh, – it's a couple of folks that came to L.A. that fumbled fumbled the bag, man. Kent Bazemore was, mm-hmm. on, Golden, was on Golden State Warriors last year. Turned yep. turned down a multi year, super multi million dollar contract because he thought he was gonna have a bigger role on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Not happening. The nigga was a bench warmer, and now his old team is in the finals. Mm-hmm. If I if, if I'm Zach Levine though, I'm going to Florida just because we're talking about millions of dollars and we're talking about tax free money. Tax free. So if if I had to make a decision from me and mine's, I'm gonna go down to Miami, but. I would like to see him and Luca play some ball together. That sounds interesting, but they, I mean, Luca is still providing the lane to people to attack. It's still going to be the same issue until Luca get his shit together defensively. Him hey, going hey. to my, him going to Miami would be a, uh, you know, all star squad of defenders. Exactly. If I'm Zach, I'm headed to the MIAO. I'm headed down south to Miami and teaming up with Jimmy Butler and Bam, and they can sign him without having to give up shit. You know what I'm saying? Because he's mm-hmm. unrestricted free agent. They can go ahead and let Oladipo walk. They can let motherfucking, uh, <laughs> who else? Uh, they can let Struess walk. They can let all these motherfuckers walk. All these non-drafted mm-hmm. motherfuckers that play above their heads, you can let all them niggas walk and go get paid by the Pacers or something like that and bring in Zach Levine. So, so we change the subject, go, go one, one quick, quick, quick question. Yeah. How, how y'all feel about a six minute of the year Tyler Hero not showing up? Was he hamstring, that, man. That, that, injury, that injury kept him down like that? I mean, he's already trash on defense. His whole I, job is to shoot the ball. And he wasn't hitting, and he wasn't playing, and a hamstring fucked up. I'm not a fan of Tyler Hero. We uh, know you wanted to trade him for a fat boy. Uh, Harden. <laughs> Hell they no. They should have made that trade. No. No. That's the they said they need one more star. There you go. Mm-mm. And then I, I ain't like That's how he's actually gonna play. I ain't like how he, he ain't play. I ain't like how he came out in the press conference with a sleeve, no sleeves. What he had on a, a hat sitting on top of his head with the shades. Like you think it looked goofy. And then didn't man swag. Man, he looked he looked like somebody you sell a gram of wheat for fifty dollars too. That's so what he looked hard, like. Dress fresh. <laughs> Hero look like a poser. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he look like a poser. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I and then he didn't. And then he didn't play good for the rest of the series. Yeah, yeah. He showed up since he won that award. He ain't he ain't did shit since he won the award. <laughs> so let's put it on wax. NBA Finals. Golden State Warriors, the dynasty, or the up and coming version of the Boston Celtics. I so, want to pick I'll let it yeah, go ahead. Hey, whoever. And Boston, they then took down Katie and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. They, they took down the defending champs and Giannis, you know. They then took down the number one team in the in the in the East. I think if anybody's gonna beat Golden State it is the Boston Celtics with their size, with their perimeter defense, and 
the Warriors ain't going to be able to play no small lineup when you got a Horford that can shoot, when you got somebody like a Grant Williams that got some size and can shoot. And then what's the other the Williams? Robert Williams. Yeah, the landlord, man. Time yeah. Lord, whatever they call his name. Yeah, they're not going to be able to do no super small lineup or, or else they're going to get killed in the paint. So I'm going with the Celtics, and this will be another seven-game series. Woo! Mm. Killer, 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 killer. So I like Boston, but I think Boston has – Smarter little banged up Brown somewhat, Tatum somewhat, Williams somewhat. I don't Robert Williams and Greg, uh, both Williams banged up a little bit. So with all that in place, I want to say Golden State should do this. But I don't really feel like Boston is going to give Golden State the opportunity to, you know, Fast break like they do. I think Boston's going to play better defense throughout the series. My heart is telling me to go Golden State because I've been picking against them all year. They've been <laughs> thrashing me. But I am going to pick Boston mm. to win the championship in six. Uh, oh. So. They, they got home court advantage, too. Just yeah. keep that in mind. I mean, shit. The Boston just won two back-to-back game sevens. One at home, been, one on the road. They've been celebrating on people's courts all year. One more one more celebration in Golden State, game six. I'm going to let my shoes do the talking. <laughs> Them green ones you just pulled out. Let's go. Hey. Yeah. So let me say this before I give my little synopsis on why I'm picking Boston. Uh, all three of us just picked Boston. That means... Go to State's gonna win, just to let you know. <laughs> because That's how we, all, we all picked a rematch of last year's finals with the Bucks and the Suns. Dunzo. So sorry, Boston Celtics fans. We just hit y'all with the kiss of death. But the reason I am picking the Boston Celtics to win in six as well, they bigger. They bigger. They the Golden State's best lineup is Steph. Poole, Clay, Draymond, and Wiggins. Hey, man, Jalen Brown, <laughs> Tatum, you switch him on Poole, buckets. <laughs> I mean, you get him on Clay, it's still buckets because Clay is not the defensive player he once was because he's coming off those two injuries. They, Wiggins is a good defensive player. He's a very good defensive player. But, okay, you imagine him going to be on – Tatum, right? You're going to probably put him on Tatum. But the thing is, Horford can shoot. So that means that Draymond still has to guard him out there in the mm-hmm. perimeter. So that leaves an opportunity for Jalen Brown to kill, to get busy. And he will get busy on them just like he got busy on the Nets because he's taller than them. <laughs> and he's more athletic than them. So I think this is sizing up for the Celtics to win. And it's sizing up for Jalen Brown to be the finals MVP, man, because there ain't a chance in the hell that Poole can guard him at all. Or see Steph. I don't think they I don't think they start Poole. I think they keep what they was doing last series and start Clay, Curry, yeah. Wiggins, Draymond, yeah. and Looney. 
Wiggins going to match up better with Brown or Tatum or whoever, you know, size-wise. But my thing is Al Horford should have Looney's lunch. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I, Al Horford should have a good series. So I just don't think that, like, smart on Curry, Brown, yeah. or, Brown on Thompson or, or Wiggins, um, who else we got? Tatum on Clay, Horford and Draymond, and then Robert Williams and Looney, or however that goes. No, but man, I just think Boston matches up better. But I also think Boston is a little beat up. So yeah, if, if they get to if they get to limping off the floor and walk into the locker room, this Golden State series to have. So if they can if they can get through it. I'll get injuries. I think Boston can do it. War of attrition, man. So this past Thursday night, Versus came back in a major way. Somebody must be listening to the motherfucker pod. Swiss, we know you listening, man. Just go mm-hmm. ahead and give us a give us a retweet, give us a share yeah. on IG, man. You know, we know you we know you listening, bro. Because I had we brought to facts. We brought to the table the question is versus dead. And versus came back from the dead, came back on life support and said, we still here. Gave us an epic matchup between 8-Ball and MJG and the Underground Kings, RIP to the Pimp C. I had a ball with it. The people in my circle had a ball with it. I know, Dizzle, this is a little out of your demo, but Killer, I know you had a ball with it. Where was y'all at with versus? I want to hear Dizzle first. <laughs> I ain't even had that shit on until you said oh, something. Oh no! I forgot about it. The shit. I I did turn it on. Um, and when I had it on, I didn't know none of the songs they was playing, so I cut it off. Bro. Stop I it! I don't believe you. Man. I don't believe you, man. I don't. I right. don't believe you. Ain't never heard Space Age Spencer Pippen before? No. That is a lie. I, I will have to hear it. You said the name of it, and nothing came to my mind. <laughs> I don't, don't believe you, bro. Like I dead ass don't believe you, man. I listened to it. It was it was on for at least forty forty five minutes. I had it just playing as I was working on the basement, rearranging shit, and I did not hear any songs that I recognized, man. And I, I cut it off. You ain't never heard this song before. Hell nah. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, Who is that? You? Uh, no, that's eight ball and MJG. Uh, Space Age pimping. I couldn't name three eight ball and MJG songs. I know they featured on what? Stay fly. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. They on? Did they play that song? They did not. See, I would have been waiting on that. You Let ain't never. You ain't never heard. Break them all some. You ain't heard forever with Lloyd. You ain't know, heard. You ain't I know, heard. I know forever with on. uh forever with Chris Brown, nigga. <laughs> I'm looking at they Apple page right now. A ball MJG. I don't know none of these songs. Okay, this is one I know you heard before. They're featured on this. This is a classic song. Tila. Tila Tequila. Killer, did you did you see the video I sent to the group chat? I saw y'all was hype. I ain't know what y'all was thinking. You ain't never, uh, never heard show enough. Let me play it. I'm I'm liable to come into my party to that song. That's my shit. There you go. 
Okay, I've heard this. I've, I definitely have heard this. This is this is showing up. This isn't uh, Gangsta Boo where the dollars at. Those are two different songs, but the same beat. Oh, I recognize the beat. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I'm looking at these this track list. You ain't never heard "Pocket Full of Stones" by UGK. Hey, let me go to UGK. I told you I wasn't a big Bum B fan. I just don't like his flow. <laughs> Man, see, I know, I know there's three people listening to this podcast right now. Shout out to my man Peanut. He actually lives in Houston now. He's listening to this podcast, losing his mind that you ain't never listened to eight ball. <laughs> he is losing his mind right now. And I know my brother Mike Wilson, who also lives in Houston, He's talking, looking at you crazy, like, and he not even like a big down south music fan, but everybody know I got a pocket full of stones. Mm. Hold on, let me fast forward it. <laughs> nah, man. Mm. I know, I know, uh, Big Pimpin'. They play, they played that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay. <laughs> Uh, I know International Players Anthem. Sipping on some dessert. Do you know who Lil Kiki is? Oh, that nigga Kiki came out that bitch. He came um, out that bitch, nigga. I remember the name because they were featured on something with Paul Wall at one time. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Let me see if yeah. I can find it. Or is it this song? Is that, that's, like, Paul Wall? that's not from Paul 2001 Wall. to 2005. I was in Oklahoma, and that area, Texas, Wichita Falls, Dallas is like three hours, two and a half, three hours away. Wichita Falls, like 45 minutes away. Just that whole area is chopped and screwed. It's yeah. all eight baller MJG. It's all UGK. It's all just that riding on whatever's type of music and for that for that versus for me it brought back memories of songs that I don't think about playing it, it brought back memories of how sweet to me Bum B is like I really fuck with Bum B but I really don't like he's not a go to in my thought like I want to hear some dope rap today Let me, I need to get Bum B back on my radar he was he was spitting um, I enjoyed Twister coming out. Twister was yes. a part of that, of that old one to old five shit for me. Um, I, I just, I personally, you, you know, if I send a video to the group chat in my beater, I'm having a good time. <laughs> and I got I to shout out my brother Mike was because he is the first person that told me about chopping and screw music. Yeah. And me and my boy APO used to call it the slow, slow. Because that's how we first got hip to it, man. Mm-hmm. So that shit was big fun for me, man. I had a blast with Versus, man. So the question is, is Versus back from the dead or they still need to come, keep coming with Versus matches, matchups like this to keep they have, they have to make it as accessible as A-Ball and MJG. I mean, A-Ball, MJG, and UGK were. Yeah, they have to have to, if if it's like Cypress Hill and Onyx and not as accessible, I would not have gave the effort. And this I had to give effort because we was trying to mirror it to the TV, 
It kept just looking funny and finally went to like the, they had a, I saw on the screen, it was like a website for like the ultimate experience and went there and it worked much better. So I'm not sure, I'm not sure if this was a bootleg version I was watching on YouTube, but I think the trailer has a YouTube channel Mm. because that's how we watched it. We watched it on YouTube off of there, man. I had a good time with that versus battle, man. So nice. I think I don't think that they back from the dead, so to speak. I agree with y'all. They got to keep coming with high quality matchups, and I'm still the person that believes like, hey, it's the summer. Motherfuckers don't need to see no versus battles on those Saturdays because I don't plan to be in the house on Saturday at, at eight o'clock during the summer. So you know, time frame still a little sketchy, but I'm still here for versus, especially when it's dope matchups like that. Hell yeah. Well, shit, there it is. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. About to go over to work. I just logged in. (laughs) I looked at the clock. I was like, this man got to go to work. (laughs) Unfortunately. I'm about to crash somebody's barbecue, I think, or a dad nap. Both. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. We out till next week. Peace. Peace.